When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. SEN, it's time for the Host Plus Cup Show. That's a plus with Mark Braybrook. Welcome to the Host Plus Cup Show. I'm Drury Forbes filling in for Mark Braybrook this week. Thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Well, we are three rounds into a 20-round Host Plus Cup season and there's plenty to talk about already. A few surprises this season. We've got the Central Queensland Capras undefeated. They won one game all season last year and they are three and nothing top of the table on four and against and are flying. They are loving life up there in Rockhampton at the moment and in central Queensland. Coming up in the show, we're going to have a chat with Dave Maiden, major competitions manager, as we always do. Rick Stone, Burley Bears head coach, will be joining us, as will Ricky Lee Arnold, QRL community content producer, to talk all things grassroots footy in the Sunshine State and we'll also chat to Adrian Vows, the Brisbane Tigers women's rugby league coach, and how well they're going in the BMD Premiership. They are undefeated and have not conceded a single point against their opponents thus far this season. Round three results of the Host Plus Cup. Uh, there were a number of upsets. The Townsville Blackhawks defeating the winner Manly Seagulls are up there. At Jack Mansky, 28 points to 12. The Burley Bears, their undefeated run continuing, winning 18 points to 6 over the Redcliffe Dolphins. The Dolphins having just come off an impressive victory over the Premier's Norths. The Sunshine Coast Falcons, 28, defeating the South Slogan Magpies, 16. Ipswich Jets at home, losing to the Central Queensland Capras, 32 points to 12, I believe. That's the uh, the first time the Capras have won in Ipswich in almost 20 years. The Tweed Seagulls going down narrowly at home, 13 points to four against North. The PNG Hunters also going down at home to the Brisbane Tigers, 22 points to 12. And up in Mackay, the Mackay Cutters coming from behind to defeat the Northern Pride, 24 points to 22. Having a look at the competition ladder, there are three teams undefeated. The Central Queensland Capras and the Burley Bears, as we mentioned. The Brisbane Tigers, two wins and a draw, also undefeated. So the Tigers and the Capras certainly turning their fortunes around in season 2022. What about the Central Queensland Capras? They played 17 games last season and won a game. They're already tripled that with three wins from three in 2022. The Capras and Mackay Cutters, another improver this season. They've already won half their entire quota for last season. They've won two already and the one loss in season 2022. So certainly a very interesting looking ladder. We've got the winner Manly Seagulls, uh, runners up for the last two completed season in the Host Plus Cup. And they're sitting outside of the top eight at the moment.
heading into Forex Rivalry Round. So certainly a big week coming up, Round 4, Forex Rivalry Round. There's certainly a number of teams that will be looking to get their seasons back on track, and what better way to do it than against the arch-rival, Winner Manly, no exception to that, of course. The Host Plus Cup, uh, proudly brought to you by Host Plus. That's a plus. And uh, the season uh, just heating up uh, at the moment. Of course, there is a week off after this round. So plenty to play for. 4X Rivalry Round coming up this week. We've got Dave Maiden on the phone right now, Major Competitions Manager from the QRL. How are you going, Dave? Looking forward to another weekend of footy, particularly this weekend. It's the 4X Rivalry Round and... Uh... This one always brings a lot more passion into our weekend's footy. Yes, it certainly does. 4X rivalry round. Uh, we've got some crackers coming up for round four. But uh, let's uh, take a look at uh, the round just gone, of course, round uh, three. We're three rounds into the uh, Host, Host Plus Cup season, uh, Mado. A few surprises thus far? Yeah, look, I think that's the beauty of our competition. You know, we're, we're very even. Uh, anyone can win at the moment. It's fantastic to see the Capras up the top of the table there. They've uh, they've had a long, few lean years, but they've been really working hard and building their local base up and and, and you're showing on their performances on the field. So really enjoying uh, the regional teams performing well on that as a country boy myself. So, uh, but the fact that, that the fact that every team is sort of beating the other is 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 really exciting for us, and that's exactly what our competition's to be like. Indeed, it is. Well, well last season's last place is, is now first. Everyone's talking about the Capras. We've got last year's runners up in the Winner Manly Seagulls outside of the top eight as we stand. We've got the Brisbane Tigers undefeated. It is all happening, but uh, you know, a, a, an opportunity for some of the fans who perhaps had a rough year last year, Dave, to get excited. Yeah, that's right. Um, every team is, is is has the capability of beating every other team, and that's you know that's the strength of our competitions at the moment. So uh, we haven't had a, seen a, a major influx of NRL players at this stage. So it's all locally based. Um, they will come as the COVID restrictions ease. We'd we'd imagine. You know, at this at this stage, they've got 24 players the NRL team. So uh, they're releasing uh, to player 21 to 24 if that's possible. So, so we don't have a major influx, um, but. You know, it's a credit to the teams and the preparation they've done to make sure that we we have a really attractive product and a really competitive competition. Mato, what do you think has been behind the Capra's stunning turnaround this season? Look, I think uh, their focus on local talent and reinvesting in them and and encouraging them, and that's been done over the last few years. You know, they've really started working on the, the pathways, and that's exactly what our competitions are about, providing an opportunity for you wherever you are in the state, regardless of your postcode. So, you know, I think that that uh, opportunity, I'm sure that they're, they're signing with, with the Redcliffe, uh, with, sorry, with the Dolphins for 2023, and that affiliation uh, has certainly put some, some spring in the steps of the young players up there because it gives them a direct line to the NRL. And, and, and with that, you know, that creates enthusiasm and commitment and, and uh, a whole heap of talent is, is in, the, in the pipeline up there. So it just provides them with an opportunity and they're, they're jumping at it with both hands. And a credit to, to Lionel Harbin and his crew up there for, for providing them that opportunity. If we look at the round three results, uh, Mado, uh, the winners, Townsville Blackhawks, uh, the Burley Bears, the Falcons, the Capras, of course, Norths, the Brisbane Tigers and the Mackay Cutters. Which of those results uh, was a bit of a standout for yourself? Look, I watched a few games on the weekend through through the QPlus.tv, so I'm enjoying that the new functionality of that where I, I you know don't have to physically be there. I can uh, can just watch it on the on the broadcast, so I'm really enjoying that. Um, 
you know, there's always tough. The, the Norse, are, Norse are playing some gritty footy at the moment, and that was a tough win against Tweed down there. Um, you know, that was probably expected, but the closeness of the game wasn't. Um, you know, that's that was a really tough match down there. Uh, you know, I think that the the PNG Hunters are doing really well, considering they had a massive turnover of players. You know, they had 13 new players brought out of the Digicel Cup up there from last year, and and that's a significant turnover. So I'd imagine that they probably won't see the benefits of that and, and the consistency that goes with playing until two-thirds of the way through the season this year, but they're performing really well at this stage. Um, you know, and, and the Capras, I think they won at Ipswich for the first time since 2003. So that was a phenomenal stat uh, in itself. So I know when I was uh, coaching the Pride, it was always a very tough place to go. So, uh, so um, you know, th- there's some great results out of that. And, and, and Townsville, you know, they... They they were uh, big winners over Wynnum up there, and, and uh, after a couple of losses on the in the first two rounds, so you know it's it's an open comp. Uh, anyone can win, and I'm loving watching the footy that it brings that it entails. Oh, we're all loving it, Mado, and we're only three rounds in. That's the best part about it all. Uh, we talk about the Host Plus Cup being the second best club rugby league competition in the world after the NRL, uh, and we're seeing a few players this year that have come through the Host Plus Cup. Uh, in recent years, shine in the NRL this season. The likes of Jeremiah Nanai, of course, came through with the Pride. Uh, Helam Lukey, also at the Pride. Griffin Neem, former Blackhawk. Ezra Mam, you feel like he's on the brink of selection, particularly with the Albert Kelly injury. Uh, Trent Liero, uh, who played uh, some footy with the Falcons last year. And, of course, Selwyn Cobbo. What makes the Host Plus Cup, Mado, such a great pathway for players with NRL ambitions? Look, it's a tough comp. Um, there's no easy games. Every single week, you've got to show up and you've got to play to the best of your ability. And that that uh, reliance on consistency provides you know, great grounding for for a young, aspiring NRL player. We are an aspirational transitional competition, so we get NRL players back who you know bring back the, the characteristics and the requirements that happens to to play at NRL level. And we've got young kids who are. You know they they have to travel two and three and four hours to play a game of rugby league you know, through our statewide competition. So that in itself builds a level of resilience and 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 composure and and, and you know capability that is that can't be underestimated. So I'm a little biased. I love our comp. I love our state, and I love the fact that it produces players that go on to play at NRL level. Now, Mato, we're going to put you on the spot uh, here. Uh, we know how much you love that. Uh, give us an early tip for the Petro Sivanasiva uh, medal in 2022. Look, I, I, that is a tough one. That is a really tough one because we've seen the emergence of a lot of these young players coming out of the, the Hastings during Colts as well that jump up into into the Host Plus Cup in the same year. You know, we had 59 of them last year that jumped up and made their debut in the same year. So that in itself uh, indicates that that competition underpins our, our senior open competition really well and and Ezra Mann was one of those he played Melbourne at the beginning of last year then had one game with Hastings during and then uh, got Mano matching his his host plus or interest cup debut last year it was uh, scored a hat trick so, on the boo, I believe you know, I think, it was it was it was ironically against the Capras up there so um, you know there's there's opportunities abound for players uh, at, in our competitions and and I believe it'll be one of these emerging kids that are coming through and. And, and get an opportunity this year and just grab it and run with it. 
Well, we can't let you off that easy, mate. I mean, a couple of names to look out for then if you're not going to give us the medalist. <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, obviously Ezra. Ezra has started the, the season well. Um, I think he's going to get an opportunity with the Broncos very soon, though, you know. So um, that's, that, that may limit his opportunities in terms of the number of games he plays. Um, but we've got some, some great young players out there. And I'm going to wait a couple more weeks yet because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've always said that it, it takes 40 games to get the three Cs, and that's uh, consistency, composure, and confidence. And, and yeah, a lot of these guys can jump out of the ground for one game, but I want to see that over a month and sustained performances over a month before I uh, throw any additional pressure at them. So we've got some great <laughs> young talent out there, male and female. Uh, so get out there and watch it, or watch it on Q, QPlus.tv if you can't get out to the game in person. Indeed, Dave. Look, uh, well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, Dave Maiden, Major Competitions Manager with the QRL. Uh, as always, mate, uh, great to catch up. No worries. Thanks, Rory. There was Dave Maiden, uh, of course, played with the North Queensland Cowboys in 95 in their inaugural season. Uh, we've got plenty more uh, coming up here on the Host Plus Cup show. Uh, after a quick break, we're going to catch up with Rick Stone, the Burley Bears coach. So stay with us. Thank you to Host Plus, as always, an industry super fun for all Australians. We'll be back shortly. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEM. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Welcome back to the Host Plus Cup Show. Drury Forbes here filling in for Mark Braybrook this week. Thanks to Host Plus. That's a plus. And on the line now, we've got Rick Stone, the Burley Bears coach. Rick, thank you very much for joining us. How are you, Drury? Yeah, good, mate. I understand that, that, that uh, little birdie tells me you're on the golf course as we speak. Yeah, mate. Every now and then you need to sneak a couple of holes in to keep yourself sane. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, as long as you're not on the 19th this early, Rick. Mate, um, thanks very much for your time. Uh, Burley Bears, of course, so used to success. Four-time Host Plus Cup champions in the modern era since 96. 3-0 and to start the season. Uh, we're so used to seeing Burley Bears play deep into the finals each year, but there's a new vibe and new culture this year, the departure of your uh, cult hero and club captain, Luke Page. Um, how's the feeling within the team, particularly post-off-season coming to the early parts of uh, 2022 this year, Rick? Yeah, I suppose there was a little bit of worry about who was going to replace Pagey and a few others. We lost a few other um, middle forwards as well, but Pagey in particular, our captain and the head of our culture and pretty much the soul of our team. So big person to lose, but we've got some young boys sort of coming through that are really exciting everyone and they're bringing some energy with them and they're really bringing a bit of swagger. So um, the first couple of weeks have been all right. We haven't played our best yet, but I don't think anyone has in the first couple of weeks. So we're looking forward to see what we can achieve in the, in the rest of the season. Let's talk about some of those uh, youngsters you refer to and some of your uh, off-season recruits, uh, guys like uh, Stone Dunn, Kia Pere, Kai O'Donnell. Uh, but we've also seen the emergence of youngsters such as Khan Pereira and uh, Tony Francis. Uh, which youngsters in your squad have impressed you most uh, so far, Rick? Oh, look, pro- probably Tristan Powell. He's a young boy who's been with the Titans for a couple of years, got released last year. Um, really trained the house down for us in the pre-season and, and taken sort of pagey spot with both hands. Um, he's been one of our better players for the first three weeks. He's a young forward. Kyle O'Donnell's another one. Obviously had a stint with the Bears, went down to Canberra, is back. You know, probably smaller middle forwards for the modern for the modern game, but maybe with a six-more rule, it's probably not such a bad fit for everyone. So 
Uh, those boys in particular are going great. Outside backs, Lockie Khan Pereira and Tony Francis have been enormous for us. And we've had a couple of experienced blokes like Jared Wallace and Herman Essiesi as well for the first round up. So that was handy to have experience like that in your team. Absolutely. And how good is Josh Rogers going at the moment? Rick, leading point scorer in the Host Plus Cup after three rounds. Yeah, Josh is going well. Yeah, he's going well, mate. He's, he's always had some talent, Josh. He's probably just got to get himself sorted and be a bit more consistent in his game. He's, he's brought that so far in the first couple of weeks and, you know, he's scoring some tries and king goals pretty well. So really happy with Josh at the moment. Um, he's, he's a real big part of our attack. And Guy Hamilton has got a good time pretty well. Uh, now, of course, you're, you're affiliated with the Gold Coast Titans. And, and just for listeners, um, just to understand how it all work, how does it work with the Gold Coast Titans in terms of uh, players from the Titans coming into the Burleys for training leading into a game and how does that process work and I mean how how disruptive is it if it is at all um, throughout the season? I suppose it is a little disruptive. We've had a number of players up to seven players in the first week and probably five players in the last couple of weeks. Most of those have been young players but um, they only come back for the last session of the week which is generally a Friday for us if we play Saturday. So we get those boys back. We have a little look at you know, the team we're about to play and they put their stamp on it. Their energy's been great and their volume's been terrific as well. And all the boys that have come back from the Titans, their performances have been really pleasing. And better still probably their attitude, the way they're sort of bought into everything. And, you know, it's a bit of a two-way street. If we can help them, well, hopefully they can help us a little bit along the way as well. Absolutely. Now, a, a, a couple of players um, really doing well for the Titans at the moment that spent quite a number of games in a Burley Bears jersey last season. Guys like Greg Marzu and uh, and also Bo Furmore. Uh, how satisfying is it for you to see those guys doing really well at NRL level? Yeah, it is, absolutely. It's a little bit of a, um, you know, a pathway along the way, I suppose. And Greg is a, I suppose, a prodigious talent. You know, he's had plenty of um, raps on him for a long time. He's probably just got to get his head around a few other things rather than just the blockbuster runs that he can do. But his all-round games improved massively. And, you know, it's good to see him getting a permanent spot on the wing. And every time he carries out a backfield, he definitely gives the Titans a bit of advantage like he did for the Bears um, last year. All right, we've got a hypothetical question for you here, Rick. Now, if Burley are to make the grand final this year, of course, uh, which uh, you'd be planning to do, who will their opponent be in season 2022? Oh, Jesus, it's a long way away yet. Um, they've only played the three rounds. Um, I think the Reign of Premiers North will still be hard to beat. You know, they've got some depth. As uh, long as their Broncos boys can stay healthy and they can, you know, participate with them a little bit, I think they'll be sort of thereabouts. You know, we've got a long way to go yet. Three rounds is not much. You know, you'll probably get an idea after about six rounds how everyone's going. Um, yeah, we'll have a little bit more idea probably by the time we play six games. But so far, so good. Um, we've tried hard. We haven't played our best, but we've definitely got two points each week, which is important. In terms of how you're placed after three rounds, Rick, uh, well, you're three from three, so things are going pretty good at this stage. But what are you most looking forward to in season 2022 with this particular Burley Bears side? Oh, probably just the evolution of some of these young blokes. You know, they've started great, but I know there's more improvement in them. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks and throughout the season, we'll see that evolution with those young blokes' confidence and stature grow as, as we go along the season. And hopefully the Bears are going to benefit out of that. Absolutely. Of course, Forex rivalry round uh, this weekend. Um, so a, a big round, uh, especially uh, leading into the break as well. Uh, a little bit of a, uh, just, just a breather after this. Uh, you, you take on 
uh, the Tweed Seagulls this weekend, 4X Rivalry Round Host Plus Cup. Uh, how's the preparation been this week, Rick? Oh, pretty good. You know, that light pretty weak of it, realistically. Um, yeah, we'll get back and train again today. Um, and then again Friday before the weekend, um, we'll get our Titans boys back and understand who we may get back uh, later in the week. So we'll work our team out and, you know, we'll we'll prepare like we do every other week. So looking forward to that. Um, always a good game. Back at home on Sunday. Uh, Titans are playing Saturday, so hopefully we'll get plenty of people out at Piggy Park on Sunday. Always a tough matchup, the Tweed Seagulls, for you blokes? Yeah, it is, yeah. They're definitely much improved. Last couple of years have been terrific. Um, consistency, their defence is great. And they've got plenty of attacking options. So they're a good footy side. Well, Rick, best of luck this weekend. 4X rivalry round, of course. Round four for the Host Plus Cup. You guys are off to a cracker of a start. Uh, three wins from your first three weeks, Rick. And we appreciate your time today. And best of luck for the rest of the season. Thanks for joining us. You're right, mate. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, Rick Stone, there joining us. Uh, This is the Host Plus Cup Show. Plenty more coming up. We're going to chat very shortly with Ricky Lee Arnold, the QRL Community Content Producer. We'll talk all things grassroots footy across the Sunshine State. You're listening to the Host Plus Cup Show. Host Plus, an industry leader super fund for all Australians. We'll be right back. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Welcome back to the Host Plus Cup Show. Thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Drury Forbes here filling in for Mark Braybrook as we now turn our attention to Queensland grassroots footy and everything happening across the mighty state of Queensland. And joining us now is Ricky Lee Arnold, QRL community content producer to talk all things grassroots. How are you, Ricky Lee? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am doing very well, thank you. And uh, we're going to start with a little bit of a Cinderella story with you here today. The Tully Tigers, Ricky Lee. What about the Tully Tigers? For everyone listening, tell us all about them. They've just won their first game of football, I believe, in uh, in close to three years. Yeah, that's right. So the last time the Tully Tigers won, they play in our Cairns and District Rugby League A-grade competition. The last time they won was the 2018 preliminary final. So they went on to play in that grand final and lost. And then since then, they haven't been able to notch up a win. Obviously, that is one significant grand final hangover, Ricky Lee. <laughs> it is a very big hangover. I think what they found, obviously, you know, when you have that sort of success in a year, go all the way to the grand final, you lose a lot of your roster. Um, and being a feeder club to the Northern Pride, that, that is what they saw. A lot of their players, you know, good good for the players. They got that promotion, and then a lot of the older guys moved on. So there was a huge turnover in roster. And, uh, yeah, 2019, they managed one draw. 2020 season, obviously a write-off with COVID. And then 2021, they came back and went um, 18 games, no wins. So <laughs> round two this year... Um, they were locked 26 all with just a few minutes, few minutes to go in the game when um, Phil Nona, he kicked the field goal to give them the lead and then in the dying seconds they scored another try just to seal the deal. So 
very big win up there in Tully, um, 31-26. Um, they came away with the win Oh, absolute. Mariba. <laughs> absolute <laughs> scenes, uh, no doubt, up there, Ricky Lee. Of course, Tully Tigers, I mean, they've produced a number of NRL players over the years. We've got some current ones running around in Thomas Flegler and, and Jake Clifford as well. So, um, you know, it, 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 is, it is quite strange to hear that they haven't won a game for so long, just given that they have supplied uh, such an abundance of, of NRL talent. Yeah, that's right, and I think I think that's a bit of bit of a problem. They've supplied that talent, and they're just still trying to, I guess, find their feet after um, <clears throat> those years of success. So um, I'm sure we're all familiar with um, Cole Wilkie. He's returned, former Northern Pride player, um, Italy international. He's returned to the club this year, so he's taken over as um, operations manager. He wasn't intending to play, being 36, but um, he. Uh, he tried to get some of his mates on board and they were only going to do it if he was going to do it. So he's playing, he's back in the, the Tully colors and um, they've, they've made some pretty promising signings as well. Um, a trio from New Zealand and um, a, a recruit from Mount Isa as well that they, they young guys that they think, um, you know, have a lot of potential and will sort of help them get through this season with a bit more success. Let's talk about uh, some of the other footy across the state, Ricky Lee. The statewide comps are gearing up and, and, and in full flight in season 2022. Yeah, that's right. So we had um, five competitions um, kick off last, what, last weekend in, in um, over last weekend of March. So you had a BRL, um, Gold Coast, Cairns. Central Highlands women's and the Bundaberg men's, they all kicked off. And then this weekend just passed, first weekend of April, we've seen a lot of other <laughs> competitions join them. So we've got Ipswich, um, all the way up to Toowoomba, Mackay, Townsville. So all up all up the state, we've got um, competitions uh, up and running now. So it's exciting times. Still a couple more to join them, um, particularly a few women's competitions. But, um, yeah, we're up and running. Oh, always great to hear. And uh, uh, recently, as we all know, um, you know, and still members of the Queensland community, uh, amongst other areas in Australia, of course, uh, doing it tough with, with some of the flooding that occurred. I know Gympie and those areas were hard hit, but there is a flood funding initiative, uh, Ricky Lee, isn't there? Tell us about that. That's, yeah, there is. So, um, yeah, we've gone from sort of down to Tweed right up to Gympie. We've seen clubs um, affected within Queensland. Uh, we do have our, our sort of first round of clubs receiving funding support. Um, there's a, a pretty good list there. You know, we've got um, Brighton Roosters who, who also are playing in the BRL, which just kicked off. Um, up to, as you said, up to Gympie. So we've got Gympie Junior Rugby League and Gympie and Kalula Rugby League. They'll be getting some support. Maryborough Brothers, they um, actually copped flooding twice within six weeks. Um so they are also on that list to receive some funding. Um, and then, yes, yeah, I said down to Tweed Head Seagulls um, as well. And the, out at Ipswich, Ipswich was pretty badly hit, as we know. So Carolee uh, is one of the clubs as well that will be getting some funding support. And the other thing we, we have seen is a lot of generosity from our, our leagues. So um, this will be, we, we have our um, SEQ region manager. His column will be up on the QRL website on Thursday. Uh, that's Adam Van Zanten. He's going to be talking a little bit about that, about how the, the Gold Coast and the Brisbane Rugby Leagues and now also Ipswich have pulled together some of their own money and are reaching out to clubs to help um, 
just get things like equipment and that sort of thing up and running for, for 2022. Oh, wonderful to hear that those clubs uh, in need of support are receiving that funding. That really is a wonderful initiative there. So wonderful to hear, uh, Ricky Lee. Uh, now, the Community Awards are, are coming up. Well, that's right. They're going to launch. Um, they've launched today. Um, so they will be... We have five five categories again this year. We have Community Club, a Volunteer of the Year, Community Coach of the Year, uh, Community Program, and then the Female Contribution Award as well. So, you know, we love to celebrate our volunteers. Without our volunteers, Rugby League just simply would not happen. The game would not, you know, would not be able to go on without the work that they do. So it's really just about celebrating these people and acknowledging these people. Um, we would really like, you know, clubs, um, coaches, anyone who knows of these people putting in all this extra time and effort to, to jump on our website and put a nomination in. There's going to be monthly prizes for each award um, and then some overall awards. Award winners will be announced in September. So, yeah, it's just exciting and it's just good to be able to give back to the people who give so much to the game. Absolutely, absolutely, particularly in those country areas where they may not get the, yeah. the recognition that they deserve. And, of course, those community awards will be announced at the QRL Awards at the end of the season, as you say, Ricky Lee, in September. Looking ahead for 2022, uh, Ricky Lee, what else, what else is ahead uh, this year uh, within the community, within, within grassroots footy? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big year for, for Brisbane in particular. They'll be celebrating the Brisbane Rugby League and Rugby League Brisbane will be celebrating 100 years. Um, so obviously that's a very big occasion, um, plenty to celebrate there. And then um, coming up very soon, we actually have our three three regional carnivals, the Foley Shield, 47th Battalion and the 4X Chairman's Challenge. So they'll all be played across the, the weekend of April 30 and May 1. Um, and they're always really good events just really bring the, the three separate communities together of north central and southeast so um we'll be doing a lot of content around those ones these years this year and there'll be live streams from those events as well so there's just some things to look forward to and um obviously uh easter holidays coming up and once we're back from that all the junior footy will be well underway across the state as well so it'll be good to see all our juniors out and about and running around Yes, plenty happening uh, indeed. Uh, but we can't let you go, Ricky Lee, without asking you about the mighty Sherberg Hornets. Of course, Selwyn Cobbo, isn't he a star on the rise? Surely that's a real, uh, you know, there's some real excitement around the Sherberg Hornets up there. I mean, what's it mean for a club like them to see, you know, one of their own in Selwyn Cobbo doing so well at NRL level? Oh, it means the absolute world. You know, I, um, I've only joined the QRL myself um, in February. And one of my first jobs was to, to talk to the, the Hornets because they have the, their first ever all-female committee up there, which is a, a pretty big achievement um, for those, those three women. And I remember my first interview was with Lynette Brown, the, um, the president, and she was so excited to tell me all about Selwyn. Um, you know, her husband actually coached him in under sixes. So there is that real connection to Selwyn. They're so proud of him and everything he's achieved and they still feel that real connection and that, that real pride. You know, he's, he's definitely the pride of the town. Um, and, and for anyone who knows anything about Sherberg, they love their rugby league. Um, these women in particular, they're going to be working very hard this year to 
to really connect with the community. And they want to emphasize that sort of um, the talent that that area has produced, players like um, Selwyn. So to see, I guess, for them to see where he's gone, it's a really good example for all those young players up there. And um, they definitely, they're definitely very proud of him. Oh, they're good, good on them. The, Sher- the mighty Sherberg Hornets, and great to hear that uh, so many women in league up there getting around the club as well. Ricky Lee Arnold, QRL Community Content Producer, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Ricky Lee Arnold there as the Host Plus Cup show continues. Thanks to Host Plus, that's a plus. We'll be back with more shortly. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. You're listening to the Host Plus Cup Show. Drury Forbes here filling in for Mark Braybrook. And now we've got the Brisbane Tigers coach of the BMD Premiership. That's the Women's Rugby League competition. Adrian Vowles uh, on the line. G'day, Adrian. How are you? Very well, thanks, mate. And uh, more importantly, how are you? The Brisbane Tigers in the BMD Premiership are flying at the moment. They, I mean, yeah, you, you, you're not only undefeated two from two, Adrian, but you're yet to concede a single point. You must be doing something right. Yeah, we've worked hard on our, our defence, as probably the scoreline suggests, but um, they're just playing well as a team. That's probably the key. We're pretty tight-knit um tight-knit team, and it's sort of showing on and off the field. What's impressed you most about this Brisbane Tigers team after the opening two rounds? Oh, obviously our defence. You know, to keep any team uh, to nil in a game is pretty good. To do it two weeks in a row has been, been amazing, but just the resilience that they've shown at times, different times during the game um, when we've been under pressure um, has, been, has been awesome. We've got a you know, nucleus of players from last year but we've got brought in a number of players from you know Gatton um you know Brizzy area Gold Coast area so just girls who haven't played in that in this competition before so they've all had a pre-season with us and um you know really stepped up indeed indeed now West Brisbane Panthers for the Brisbane Tigers uh this week they're always a a tough proposition uh the Panthers very spirited Outfit, of course, led by their inspirational leader, Asapal Murphy. Um, what are you looking forward to this weekend from a Brisbane Tigers perspective? And uh, uh, anything in particular you'll be focusing on? Oh, again, <laughs> sounds a bit silly, but we're just focusing on our defence. We're trying to improve each and every game. Um, there's mm-hmm. things that we can improve on. We know West are a, a tough side. They've just parted with their coach as well, so that's you always worry when that happens um, how how teams uh, perform. They tend to step up normally for the week after a coach gets sacked. Um, so that's uh, we're, we're certainly not going there uh, cocky. We'll go there, you know, just be careful of a little bit of an ambush. What about your Brisbane Tigers, uh, Valsey? Uh, which which players in particular have been standouts uh, for yourself uh, from a coaching perspective? Um. My captain Eloise Vuna Kathy has been uh, been outstanding. I'm lucky enough to coach her when I coach Fiji, and she's been amazing. Um, our, our number nine, Lucy Kapari, who who moved herself over from Western Australia last year, and 
she's um, she played wing for me last year, but she's playing so good at hooker, and um, and I've got a couple of Gatton girls um, have been going good, Tara Renke and Ellen Nusi, but probably the standout is Jamie Lee Lewis, actually Wally Lewis's daughter. Um, she's she's been outstanding at lock. She's scored a few tries in the last couple of weeks, but just adds a real great attacking uh, depth to our team. I hear Keisha Coolwell uh, also coming along nicely from a Tigers perspective. Yeah, she's a good player, Keisha. Um, she's just got to take that next step up, um, believe in herself a little bit, but she's certainly got the ability to go to a higher level if she wants to. Adrian, of course, the defending BMD Premiership champs are the Burley Bears. Um, they have a host of players uh, that have been playing in the NRL for the Titans. How do you expect that to impact the Premiership race this season? Yeah, well, I've, well it's interesting because I've heard a number of their players are going to Tweed Seagull, so I don't know what happens, actually, who's going where, but, yeah, they're, they're always going to be tough. Um, uh, a lot of the teams, I think, will these players will filter back. Um, you know, we get, we'll get the likes of Grace, Grace Griffin, Ali um, Brigginshaw, Sinead Shazlowska will come into our squad, which will help us as well. Um, but, yeah, I think once everyone's back, it'll be a whole new comp again, you know, you just teams will strengthen. And just, just for fans listening, Adrian, when do you get those players back? I mean, Brigginshaw's Broncos, of course, bowing out, which was an upset uh, in the NRLW against the Roosters. Uh, those Titans players we speak of, they went down the semi of the Dragons. So when do you get those players back? Uh, we'll get them back round four. So we play round three, then we have a, a, a bye over Easter. So they'll come back in after round four, all those players. So... So they're rested up. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting um, comp then. Certainly spice the comp up, won't it? Of course, a seven-round regular season in the BMD Premiership. Uh, it's, it's round three this weekend. So you are approaching that halfway point of the regular season. And as you say, Adrian, in that second half of the season, all these, these the influx of players from the NRLW coming to the competition just to mix things up a little bit. Yeah, it certainly will. And, you know, the, the, a lot of those players have been playing some great footy too with the, with their respected clubs, um, you know, and it's, you just don't know, you know, it just, they've got a gel as well, you know, um, that's the other thing, they've got to gel into those teams, um, you know, we've got a very tight-knit team, we're lucky we've had those players just come and do one or two sessions prior to them starting NRLW, so that's sort of, they know the girls, so that's that's a big, big plus for us. Is it fair to say, in your opinion, the BMD Premiership is the number one women's rugby league cu- club competition in the world? Uh, I think it's yeah, it's up there. The New South Wales one's pretty strong. Um, you know, I think uh, both comps are probably pretty similar. I think uh, there's some great players in both comps, but you know, I'm a Queenslander, so I might as well say <laughs> we're the best. Yeah, well, you are a Queenslander, Adrian. Of course, you were part of that uh, inaugural 95 North Queensland Cowboys team, uh, just like uh, Dave Maiden. And uh, little birdie t- tells me you also both represented Scotland in International Rugby League. Dare I ask, were your teammates, Valsy, with the great Mado? We were, mate. Mado and I were teammates at the Cowboys and then teammates in the Scotland side. So I played, obviously played against him over in England. But, yeah, he's a good fella, Mado, and good country fella. So, yeah, it was pretty... Pretty surreal experience to think that two blokes that played together, the Cowboys 95, end up playing in the 2000 World Cup with Scotland. So it was pretty, pretty cool. 
You do rival the great Tyron Smith, Vowsey, for the amount of clubs that you did play for in your career. Uh, final question. Uh, if we go back to the women's... <laughs> <laughs> the women's BMD Premiership, mate. Uh, you're obviously two from two and, and flying with the Brisbane Tigers. Congratulations. How far can this Brisbane Tigers team go in season 2022? Oh, I think, you know, if we play to our potential, we're, hopefully we'll be there, there or thereabouts at the end, mate. Um, we're confident without being cocky, you know. We're just, we're just working hard. So we're just, you know, the old cliche, game by game, that's all we're doing. Well, Adrian Vowles, you must be doing something right. Not only two from two, but the Brisbane Tigers women's side yet to concede a single point. So there you go. Congratulations on your great start of the season, Vowsy, and thank you very much for joining us on the Host Plus Cup show. Thank you much for having me. Very much for having me. Adrian Vows there, coach of the Brisbane Tigers Women's BMD Premiership Rugby League side. Thanks to Host Plus and Industry Superfund for all Australians. As we take a look now at the Round 4 Host Plus Cup fixtures coming your way this week. Of course, it is 4X Rivalry Round. So plenty of juicy matchups this weekend and uh, extra incentive for all the sides with the, uh, the the week off the following weekend. On Saturday, coming your way from Bycroft Oval on the Gold Coast, 3 p.m., the PNG Hunters at home taking on the Sunshine Coast Falcons. At 5.30, a little later on uh, Saturday, the SENQ game. You'll hear all the action here on SENQ for the Northern Pride at home to the Townsville Blackhawks, that one from 5.30 p.m. Eastern from Barlow Park up in Cairns. Saturday, 6 p.m., the undefeated Capras. Who would have thought we'd be saying that after three rounds in season 2022? They're home to the Mackay Cutters. Sunday, the 10th of April, 2 p.m., the Burley Bears at home to their rivals, the Tweed Seagulls. That one at Pissy Park on the Gold Coast. Sunday, 2, 10 p.m., Winner Manly, the Battle of the Bay at home there at Cougarai against the Redcliffe Dolphins. On Sunday, 3 p.m., North Devils taking on the South Logan Magpies at Bashup Park. And at 3 p.m. also on Sunday, the Brisbane Tigers at home to the Ipswich Jets. That one, round four. Now, I've been asked to give my tips now, no guarantees with this, uh, with with these tips, I must say. But uh, I'm ex- tipping the Hunters to come good this weekend. The Falcons in good form. Uh, I'll go the Blackhawks against the Pride. Capras to continue their undefeated start. I'll go the uh, the Burley Bears, Winner Manly Seagulls, the Brisbane Tigers, and I'll go Norths there at Bishop Park against the South Logan Magpies. Just a reminder, of course, SENQ. This Saturday from 5.30 p.m. live, you'll have all the coverage coming your way of the Northern Pride taking on the Townsville Blackhawks. That one from 5.30 p.m. Queensland time, SENQ, Host Plus Cup footy this Saturday evening, again from 5.30 p.m. Well, we trust you've enjoyed listening to the Host Plus Cup show today. Of course, thanks to Host Plus, that's a plus. We certainly have enjoyed having you with us. We'll have all the action again next time from the Host Plus Cup show. Until then, thank you very much for your company and it's bye for now. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.